Yo, you know how to space, space. Shout out to man in his podcast. Shout out Squint. Shout out Cody. Bitch, Squint and Cody still locked in like Shaq and Kobe. They can't hold me. Waited that space like I feel it like Brody. Talk with Lee, huh? They can't stop me on my team, huh? We all gleam, huh? We make it happen. They got to the dream, huh? Squint and Cody still locked in like Shaq and Kobe. They can't hold me. Waited that space like I feel it like Brody. Talk with Lee, huh? They can't stop me on my team, huh? We all gleam, huh? We make it happen. Yeah. They got to the dream. Huh? Meanie, meanie, money, money. Catch your thotty by her toe. If she say she don't listen to the podcast, I let her go. If she say she do, to see a motherfucking keep a grim reaper killing beast without the effort, cause I'm eat good. Came from the bottom, so jump from the top rope. My head is mad, how I'm spitting the scout flow. I'm on my game, running up for that pop flow. We want a green second cheese, just like nachos, huh? Say, let me breathe for a second, huh? I'll be ballin' hawk out in these threes, like I'm reffin', huh? Squints and Cody, still locked in like Shaq and Kobe. They can't hold me, waited that spells like I feel it like Brody. Talk with Lee, huh? They can't stop me on my team, huh? We all gleam, huh? We make it happen, they got to the dream, huh? Squints and Cody, still locked in like Shaq and Kobe. They can't hold me, waited that spells like I feel it like Brody. Talk with Lee, huh? They can't stop me on my team, huh? We all gleam, huh? We make it happen, they got to the dream. And that's why I won't wear a tank top around Cody. What's up, you Dog. guys? It's your boy Squints here with another episode of Two Men in Their Podcast. Go ahead and introduce yourself, Warm Pit Boy. Oh, fuck you, dog. I am Cody, otherwise uh, known as these past few weeks a drunk tweeter. Uh, you know, Dude, I was just chilling in my bed Easter Sunday and I see your tweet, the first one, it said, I am so hammered.ered. Yeah. The next one was the tweet, which I'm not gonna say. Yeah, not on, not on air. You don't. You can find it. it. No, I did it. Oh, you didn't delete it. No, I just you assumed you woke up and deleted all your drunk tweets. All right, worried. No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> motherfucker. What am I gonna do? Double back on that now? Like, <laughs> I can't, <laughs> motherfucker. He said it's a gimmick now, brother. Hell yeah, bro. Dakota uh, Kai, dog. Um, <laughs> god oh my god but uh if you haven't listened to it yet go ahead go back and listen to the buff bag episode hour and 13 minutes or so of just me and uncle buff talking uh what else is there go back to two weeks ago to me and cody just chit-chatting about mania and other stuff um yeah the buff episode that went fucking that, that was sick dude so like what happened to off air was okay <laughs> uh ish uh before the recording it was cool he uh roasted my place of work because i was wearing my work hat and he said his exact word for oh fuck you you sundays off little bitch and i Damn. said i looked at him and i went okay <laughs> i said okay <laughs> and then during the episode was cool and then after the episode I was like, I gave him the whole post get, uh, post episode speech. I was like, all right, I'm going to have this uploaded today. I'll send you it if you would have posted anywhere. I appreciate if you retweeted it or whatever. Uh, I just tossed a song in front, blah, blah, blah. But I have one last favor for you. And he goes, you want me to go say hi to your stepmom? And I said, yes. <laughs> I was like, please. Because Buff is like my stepmom's top three all time. Buff's gonna fucking Buck's gonna what is his name? Buff? Buff is gonna fucking cuck your dad, dog. 
<laughs> my dad was out of town this weekend. <laughs> yeah, and Buff was in town. Buff was fucking in your parents' room. <laughs> I, I took the laptop out to her. And I was like, oh, my God, look. Uh, well, first, when we before we went out there, I told him, I was like, all right, yeah, I just want you to say hi to her. He's like, all right, what's her name? I told her, and he's like, how about you act like you're showing her a highlight of the clip, and then I'll surprise her. And I was like, oh, dude, you're a fucking genius. And I took it out there, and I'm like, dude, look at this. Things is crazy. I talked to Buff Bagwell. And my stepmom was just staring at it like, oh, my God. Oh, my God, that's so cool you did that. I love Buff Bagwell, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, hey, stepmom, I'm not, well, he said her name, but I'm yeah. not saying her name on air. Hey, stepmom, I'm buff and I'm the stuff. And my stepmom freaked out. My stepmom was like, what? And I was like, you're talking to Buff Bagel, say hi. And she like froze up and she was like, no way, no way. This is Buff Bagwell. Oh my God, I love you, blah, blah, blah. And he like, how you doing, darling? And then they talked for like two or three minutes. And then I like, brought my laptop back to my room and I was like all right thanks again for the episode dude blah 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 means a lot and he's like oh you're a natural at this you're amazing keep up the hard work if you need anything give me a call or a text and I was like oh fucking word buff and I hung up and I texted him the link of the podcast haven't heard from him since hell yeah brother that's how that's how the business works um I'm used to uncle Tony replying to me once a month yeah I mean true but that's not because he wanted to, that's because you're the most annoying motherfucker to exist. Um, <laughs> the Buff Pat podcast was good. Uh, it was the first podcast I've listened to since we got the song. So it threw me off at first. Like, I fucking put Spotify on my TV. And I fucking clicked on the Buff podcast and the fucking corny ass song starts playing. And I start going, wait, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, what the? Um, it was a good podcast, though. I was Buff's Cowboy Room was something, <laughs> dog. Um, I, I want to tweet him and ask for a picture of the hat box. But uh, so the video for the podcast is being edited right now i have like somebody professionally editing it to be nice and all that so i can post it on youtube but i have the video on my phone unedited i'll just screenshot the hat box and show you it's funky looking it's funky as hell but yeah and uh while squints was doing that i was discovering a newfound love of vanilla vodka <laughs> um that was not newfound brother <laughs> <laughs> The only real love that exists is between me and Vanilla Vodka. And I could say that because my girlfriend's not in the house right now. No, uh, what's it called? That was, dude, Vanilla Vodka. You posted it on uh, Twitter today, like a picture of you holding the bottle. And I was like, oh, dude, this boy's about to record drunk. I can't no, wait. No, dog, <laughs> fuck. I would never. That shit, I would, I would cancel the recording before I did that shit. I think I did it once. I think I've recorded once while drinking and never again, never again. I Like it was mania last year and I was at a buddy's house and I like busted out my phone and I was like, let's record a podcast guys. And I just fucking, we went going with it and it was the worst idea ever because the whole time I'm burping, I'm fucking cracking open a can of whoop ass. It, it was bad. Dog, I just, I had like two and a half mini shooters that were 99 proof. And then I had half that bottle of vodka. We were 
we were a little busy <laughs> Easter night. So those little shooters, I used to get the fucking sleeves of the fireball ones. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'll never forget at my mom's house. I used to do this thing where I'd go out to her garage. Me and my friends would go out there, listen to music, play beer pong, all that. And I would take a shot in like the garage, like most garages is just a storage room, you know? And I would take the shot and I would toss the little shooter behind the fucking storage stuff. And I would yell, no chasers. Well, when my mom moved out, when, or when my mom cleaned out the garage, she found like 40 of the little shooters from like three months of me just tossing them back there and bear cans and all that. Hell yeah. And I got a phone call at work one day and I missed call and she texted me, call me now, Jacob. And I was like, oh, fuck, here we go. And I called her and I was like, hey, mom. She's like, I just cleaned out the garage and I found 40 of those fireball shots. What the hell? And I was like, yeah, sorry. And then what's it called she seen me do it live in person once because we were in the kitchen christmas eve and i took the shot and i said no chasers and i tossed a shot bottle as hard as i could across (laughs) the across the kitchen at the wall and my whole family just stared at me and i was like oh this one's just for the boys this that's that's not a that's not a bit that i can do in front of in this business that's what we call a bit (laughs) i was like chill out mom in this business we call that a bit fuck yeah dog my favorite thing from the buff episode is I said for true and I did not know I said it. And yeah, <laughs> motherfucker. He's like, uh, I forget what he at. He's like, oh, do you know what uh, no cap means? And J- fucking Splints goes, it means for, for true. <laughs> and just keeps it going. I didn't even realize I said that until you texted me. I thought I just told him and then for sure. Like, I did, like, because one, I don't know how to explain, like, what no cap means. No cap means, like, no cap. Like, that's what it means. And then when you told me, I said for true. And I was like, oh, that's so on brand. That's so on brand. Dog, I want to, what is it about us and having people on that gives us just one line? That's so fucking perfect. With Tony Mameluke, it was pay your taxes, <laughs> always pull out, or whatever the fuck. Happy wife, happy life. Pay your taxes, taxes. literally, and always pull out. Motherfucker buff is three cores light, a pill, <laughs> watch Gladiator twice. He said, he said, I'll swing open those French doors, sit on the couch, crack open a cores light, handful of pills, gladiator twice and i was just sitting there and i was like who watches gladiator once let alone twice yeah, and the way he said that was like that was his night his fucking nightly routine dog motherfucker has watched gladiator more than it made in the box office dude <laughs> when he was talking about his home theater and he's like what's that uh one technology company that starts with an m and i was like Dude, yeah, dude, I almost said that. I thought I did because that's the only one I know. And then he said Mishibishi, and I was like, Motherfucker, that's a car company. I thought I didn't know they made TVs. Dog, I that man was rambling, he was rambling, but I loved it, dude. Like, he was like, It's funny because, like, he just had this biggest grin on his face the whole time telling stories. like my favorite story was at the very beginning where he was talking about weightlifting. And as soon as he said me and uh, Nash, and I was like, oh, Cody's going to love this one. Oh, dude. <laughs> I Fucking Nash making him do fucking impossible weights. <laughs> Hell yeah, dog. 
Nash is like, I'm tired of seeing you do the same shit every day, motherfucker. <laughs> Stop being a bitch. My favorite thing is, I can just imagine Big Daddy Cool with the long hair just draped over one shoulder and him just sitting there, just cross armed, watching Buff struggling on bench press. Hell yeah, dog. And then there was a few times where I got a little fucking uh, iffy and I started panicking when he uh yeah we're not gonna talk about that though. <laughs> no we're not uh but like my thing is like because i had people like ask me like they're like oh why'd you uh like why'd you switch the subject real quick and i was like one because this is a podcast not a fucking political debate yeah here's the say. thing here's the three three things that uh fluffy gabriel iglesias never talks about and i think he's fucking on to shit fucking politics religion and sports as long as you don't talk about those, nothing can fucking go wrong. Exactly. In my that, that that's my big rule of thumb, and I should have like ran that by him. Is the only two topics I will not talk about on the podcast are politics and religion because I am not educated on religion enough, and politics I don't have the time to argue about. Like because like my thing is politics will like ruin a podcast like because if there's like somebody that agrees with him they're like oh hell yeah and they hear me disagree with them they're like oh hell no fuck squints or if i was like oh yeah buff fucking trump 2024 brother then which we are not saying no no we are not saying we are not that's what buff thinks he is just doing an example we think he thinks we don't know for sure i didn't ask (laughs) It we have we it are checks. not no we are not guessing buff's political <laughs> affiliation we are not doing anything like that he supports trans rights which is more than a lot of other people on the right so we are not guessing his political affiliation if he wants to come out and say it that's fine but he will not listen to this podcast so but i'm clearing it up that we are not guessing yeah. we are not calling him anything i'm i am not going down that shit hole no, exactly. And like just politics and religion, the only two things that I'm pretty sure me and you do not talk about unless we're firing off bits about fucking CYN. Like that's <laughs> literally it. And that's just for bits. Like I'm not ever going to hop on here and be like, hey, Cody, who'd you vote for? Or hey, Cody, how about the election? Like that's just corny. That's just like. Yeah, we're not Joe Rogan. No, God. And that's literally what like I should have told Buff that also. Like. The whole slogan for a man in this podcast is the Joe Rogan experience minus politics with like brain cells and shit. Like, yeah, I should. Uh, like, but anyways, anyways, the Buff Bagwell episode went fucking cool. Uh, there was one other part in the episode that I fucking loved that was cracking me up. What was it? Oh, whenever he just yelled out "bussy." When he oh yeah. Out. No, what what popped me was like. I can I could picture exactly what this man was doing. He was like turning his back, like yelling at the door, Vinny! Vinny! He was. He literally did this, dude. He went, Vinny! And I was just sitting there and I was like, oh man. <laughs> what? Give me the top hat. <laughs> Give me the hat box. That, that was, was funny as fuck <laughs> when he said it, he's like have you ever seen it i like knew if i said no he was gonna show it and that was gonna do like that that would be good content so i was just like no because i kind of wanted to see what this looked like but 
Yeah, I, I was expecting him to like have it on him, not like. like yeah, I was expecting it to be like right next to him, because he was wearing the top hat during the interview, which is so cool. Which is so cool. I was hoping he'd wear the fucking overalls too, but you can't. You can't. You can't. You can't no be- dog, I want the NWO choker. What the fuck are you talking about? But the funny thing about the top hat is that that all led from like a question that he answered. 110 percent like wrong like that's not what i was asking i asked him oh yeah you asked him what (laughs) you hate about like is there any interactions with fans you hate and he was like the fucking hat box people who aren't fans see it and they're like oh what do you do i was just expecting i was like trying to get a question out of him like have you ever been somewhere and someone's like hey are you buff bag well like I love Buff, but like when you were in rehab, did anyone be like, hey, you're Marcus Alexander? Or like if you're like in the bathroom, somebody says it. Like I like his answer though, like how he brought up the hat box because it brought on a conversation. But like, like you said, beggars can't be choosers. So when did I, I mean, I say that a lot, but I didn't say it this episode, motherfucker. Well, I say it. I mean, I say, I, I was looking at myself when I said it. I was talking to myself that time. <laughs> Motherfucker. But, like like Squid says, <laughs> beggars can't be choosers. Dude, we had a lunatic talking to herself at work the other day. I know I said I wasn't going to talk about work, but uh, <laughs> we had a lunatic yesterday or Monday. She was like apparently talking to herself and saying some vile stuff to people in the lobby. And my coworker, bless his heart, grabbed the manager and was like, hey, we have a fucking cuckoo out there let's go like stop her and they didn't tell her to leave or anything she kind of left on her own i think from my understanding but three hours later a lady that was there during the situation came in and said i need to talk to a manager and i said oh, okay and i grabbed the manager and she pointed at my coworker and said bless his heart but you need to train him better and my friend went me <laughs> and then he, like my friend was like so caught off guard and she told the whole story to the manager about how she was like saying vile stuff and just being rude and then she's like you guys should have kicked her out you can never know what a situation like that turns into and my manager was just like okay yeah like being nice to her but we're like what did you think the situation was going to turn into lady she was just she had cuckoo. a bomb vest on dog she was cuckoo and she said your husband was bold like no she started like saying like oh i'm gonna bomb this place or something and maybe we can do something but she just made fun of your husband for his lack of hair dog so uh these past few weekends of work have been crazy fucking busy because we have like a whole courtyard you've seen the picture Mm -hmm. of it Mm -hmm. and like that's filled with tables right now because it's fucking nice weather but so one of my busters at work fucking was cleaning off someone's table and this drunk, like, hammered fucking dude went, can you come home with me? I don't want to go to prison again. And she, she just, she, she, I don't know. She was just like, sir, I'm just here to clean your table. And he kept on fucking going, I don't want to go to prison again. Help. I don't want to go to prison again. We had a drunk at my old job who looked over at a table of a family in Asked the husband and wife of the family if he wanted to go home with them and have fun. And then we had to politely drag him out to the restaurant because he wouldn't leave. He's like, I'm not leaving. 
And my manager's like, yep, yeah, you are. And like grabbed him by the back of the neck. And I was like, come with me, bud. He's like, I just want to fuck. And my manager's like, all right, well, have true. fun figuring it out. <laughs> You're not finding it here, For dude. true. He's like, I just want to fuck. And I was like, hell yeah, brother. Me too, man. <laughs> hell yeah, brother. <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> but it's funny because that server, the server that was serving him alcohol got fired the next day because we uh, told her not to serve him anymore. And she continued to sell him like three or four more uh, uh, Long Island ice or Long Ice, Long Island teas or whatever they're called. I've Long Island iced teas. You keep on talking shit. I will be right back. Yep. Oh, okay. But anyways, guys, yeah, go back to listen to the Buff Bagwell episode. It's posted under the same Spotify link as this one. Listen to the uh, me and him just talk about everything and anything. We talk about bussy. We talk about we talk about slang words. Um, I'm just rambling right now, waiting for Cody. Uh, trying to think what else. We have some guests lined up for the next couple of weeks that I'll be getting to here in a minute. Um, but yeah, I'm just waiting for Cody. As he's doing something, I'm not sure what. Do 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 When Cody returns, we will have a new segment that he does not know about, so that's going to be real fun. Uh, you'll hear about it here in a second, also. Do 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 do. Why the fuck are you singing Jeopardy, you cuck? Because I ran out of stuff to say. True. Uh, but I was telling the guests that we have a new segment that you don't know about that we're about to do. Um, <laughs> what the fuck? That's the on-brand thing ever. I just debut segments without telling you. Because my thing is, I mean to tell you, and then I think I told you, but I didn't tell you, and it's just a never-ending cycle. But this is called fill-in-the-blank, where I say, like, I, you have to fill in the blank. It's just like your opinion. So, for example, blank should be in the Hall of Fame. Um, Vicky Guerrero. Vicky Guerrero? Yes. This is already the worst segment in podcast Dog, dog. Listen, I love Charmel. She gave the best Hall of Fame speech I have ever fucking heard. But Vicky Guerrero was on TV 10 times longer was involved with 10 times more stories and kind of iconic. But it ain't going to happen because she's all elite. I don't care. It should. Blank should have won a world title. Jake the Snake. You think so? Hell yeah, dog. That motherfucker killed the Macho Man. (laughs) Killed him. Did you hear the segment uh, with Buff where he talked about Jake the Snake? No. <laughs> so I asked him about his opinion on Seth Rollins, and he was like, "Oh, he's the first person I seen do the blockbuster," and I just went along with it, and I was like, "Yeah, sure, man." And he's like, "He's like, he does it better than anyone else, better than me, blah blah blah." And then he was like, uh, when people first started doing the DDT, Jake was so upset about it. But when people do the blockbuster, I loved it. I take it as a compliment. And I was like, I mean, yeah. Sure. Motherfucker, are we going to ignore Biff? <laughs> Biff does the... <laughs> Motherfucker, what? <laughs> but yeah, that's all. He just brought up Jake the Snake real quick. Uh, 
He called Miss Elizabeth a whore and then killed the Macho Man. He 100% should have won a world title off of that run alone. Off of that run alone. No, dude, I remember watching highlights of the snake fight on Macho Man on like an OMG yeah, dog. video, and that shit terrified me. I exactly, dog. Macho Man was done for. I was like, how did you live? How was that? One of his first high-profile pro- high feuds was with the fucking Undertaker. Motherfucker went, did the fucking Christ Redemption story against fucking Stone Cold. Motherfucker 100% should have had a world title. I don't know why he didn't. Like, he was built for a world title. Like, he was whatever, every, everything WWE wanted. I think he, he was kind of small for what they wanted. <laughs> Yeah, that's he was fair. never big. So, have I ever told you the story about how I met Jake the Snake? No, but I you're going to now. Sheesh. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> or you could tell me off air if it's bad. It's not good. Yeah, this one. Okay. this one's off air. This one has okay. to be off air. It'll ruin his public image, probably. No uh, problem. <laughs> Blank is the most underrated tag team. Dude, all tag teams are the most underrated tag team. No one gives tag teams the fucking respect they deserve. But uh, keeping on the Cody brand, um, the fucking Lucha Dragons. <laughs> Dog, they fuck so hard. Like, yeah, some of their shit was sloppy, all right? But, like, in a good way. Like, they never hurt anyone. They just made a little, a few goops. I think the Lucha Dragons absolutely fucked. I will also say the Vaude Villains. Dude, the Vaude Villains. I missed 2014, 2015 NXT. Or, yeah, like 2014 to 2016 NXT before they became like PWG NXT. Yeah. Like when they were like, you know, developmental. Like they were supposed to be. Dude, Bo Dallas NXT fucked. Hey, we don't talk about that man. That man's a cuckoo. Is he? Oh, brother, is he? Last I heard, he was bagging Liv Morgan and living on a farm. So, here, hold on. Let me pull up the tweet. This man is straight bonkers. He was on uh, um, Talk is Jericho, and he is, like, conspiracy theory from hell. I mean, he is a rotunda, so. Let me find, okay. Here's a list of stuff. He believes the Illuminati or lizard people are the ones who have the missing chapters. Oh. He believes that the Earth is hollow and there is a class of aliens who live there. Oh. Reptilian people are a higher class of people who run the Earth. True. He does believe we've been to the moon landing, or he does believe we've been to the moon, but the video landing video is faked. The reason? NASA found things they don't want us to know. That includes some sort of alien race living up there. True. He does not think a plane hit the Pentagon, but instead it was bombed. The explosions that brought down the Twin Towers on 9-11 was a, contr- a controlled destruction. There are actors paid by the government to give interviews to help debunk conspiracy theories. He believes there were, <laughs> he believes there were giant people, a higher power of race, who weren't as intelligent and they were cannibals. The giant people might be the aliens living inside a hollow earth. So that man's off his fucking rocker. Um, <laughs> yeah. If you know what, that gives a common man hope. If he can bag Liv Morgan, 
I can bag Liv Morgan. <laughs> he said, he said, fuck any Dusty Rhodes promo about a common man. Bo oh, is my common man, dog. <laughs> you want to talk about hard times, <laughs> dog. But yeah, I seen that on Twitter the other day, which is this is now us kind of channeling into our wrestling news fucking segment thing. Uh, but yeah, Bo Dallas is fucking that. When I seen that dude, I was just like, I instantly was like, I got to bring this up on the podcast because I love cuckoo people. That shit's I love- nuts. I, I would 100% thought that would have been Bray. Like, if you told me Bray believed all that shit, I believe it. I thought <laughs> Bo was just like, a dude but i guess not. <laughs> well like and you said that he bagged Liv morgan like i love Liv morgan to death but apparently it's not uh not as hard to bag her considering that she uh got with enzo apparently she, apparently she was bad or dating enzo for a minute too hey that's that's just the new jersey in it like <laughs> it i i seen a few new i seen a few enzo's when we were in jersey that's for sure Exactly. It's just, and I'm like, I'm gonna go back next month. But like, come on. <laughs> also, did you hear that WWE is apparently interested in the revival? Yeah, fucking. <laughs> it's all my fucking YouTube feed has been today. Fucking, this is just like them though, because they did this with fucking X Pac, and they did it with Cody Rhodes, like. As soon as soon as you go somewhere and you make money and you're not making them money, they are like, oh shit. Okay, here's a lot of money. Now we can't fuck you up. Otherwise, we wasted our money. Yeah, dude. This is now we're getting into the gritty part of the war, or like the war, whatever you want to call it, between fucking uh WWE and AEW. Because we've had people leave WWE for AEW, but now that it's contract season. We're going to see a few people jump ship over there. Like uh, Jack Evans' contract is up and said that AEW is not re-signing him. Uh, Marco Stunt said it, but Marco's probably not Yo. going to anywhere. So, okay, this pisses me off, all right? This is a fucking horse I will die on. They fucking got Angelico and Jack Evans, right? And they made the, a fucking perfect hype video about it when they first hired them right and then did shit all with them i love angelico with all my fucking heart and he is such a fucking good mid carter but instead of giving them the attention they needed they fucking like i get it not everyone can be stars but you fucking gave them a hype video (laughs) like a highly produced hype video motherfucker what how here's the thing i don't like jurassic express i love jungle boy could give a fuck about luchasaurus or a fucking little guy <laughs> but i fuck the hybrid duo a hybrid two how the fuck do you not have them running your tag division and now jack evans is pretty late in the game for his style like, there's not a lot of years left on Jack Evans. So, what? He's going to go be a fucking trainer somewhere? Like, when he could have had another tag title run with Angelico? I, like, so, 
I 100% agree with you. They like, I get the whole not having people or enough time or room for everyone, but like they made fucking the hybrid two or whatever their name was fucking look like stars. Like they were on double or nothing. I'm pretty sure they were on the first few dynamites and then they just kind of fizzled out and they had Jack Evans shave his hair. Yeah, dog. Like I, from all accounts, they are amazing fucking people. And they are great wrestlers. Dog. And Helico, not single-handedly, but Helico on top of fucking Matt Cross and I hate to say it, but Eva Lee's fucking carried the first few seasons of Lucha Underground on their backs. Like that show was theirs. Yeah. And now yeah. you fucking look at Angelico and you're like, oh, he's a lower mid Carter, I guess. No, dog. This dude is like, Angelico has such a high fucking potential. And Jack Evans has the same potential as him. Like, not giving them a tag title run at the start of your company. Because listen, fuck, fuck the Kenny Omega hangman. Like, whole oh they don't like each other but they're still tag title holders dog fuck that that shit should have been fucking jack evans and angelico yeah just putting on clinics my uh first my first memory of lucha underground was angelico jumping off the fucking balcony into the ring dude like that's how i know like like he could have been a star you could have had him do some crazy shit like that you could have had him jump off the fucking little tunnels or whatever onto a group of people and like it wouldn't be the same but it could have been a callback you could have had them like you said they could have been tag champions like i don't get why like and it sucks because these next few months we're about to see a lot of these contracts that are that people were signed just from fucking like aew just signing indie talent or like big names or whatever you want to call it from the indies are going to start disappearing like janella marco stunt TH2, all of them. It sucks. Like, I could give a fuck about Janela or Marco. No, but, I'm just saying, like, you signed these guys, giving them hope that they would be on TV, and you did not use them. Like, it sucks. Like, and Helico is, it makes me wonder if there is something backstage about Angelico. Because he's constantly fucking miffed. Like, Got stiff-armed in AEW. You cannot tell me that fucking Angelico does not fit Impact Wrestling perfectly. Angelico as X-Division champion would fuck so hard. And I get it. He was trapped in a hell contract with Lucha Underground for a very long time. I get it. But as soon as he became available... How do how are there companies that were not like this guy? And Jack Evans, like, yeah, once again had a hell contract with AAA and the crash and CMLL. Like, but how are these two not people that you book immediately as soon as you can and you do not use them to elevate the rest of your roster? Because it's simple as the hybrid two tag team champions right they go on a fucking hell reign and then someone like uh 
first, don't get me started on private party being heels. But uh, fucking someone like a babyface private party finally taking him down. Or fucking babyface Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, tag team title reign. It tag team titles are, dude. I love tag team wrestling, but they're so fucking missed all the time. Yeah. Don't even get me started on the TNT title either, though, because the TNT title has been dog shit ever since fucking uh, Cody lost it. Like not even Cody, but Mero. I'll say that since Mero lost it, because after that, the title has switched from Mero to Sammy to Cody. The Sammy again, the Scorpio Sky, and then back to Sammy. Like all in like a six month span. Whenever at first the TNT title, the longest reign was like, or the shortest reign was like three months. Now, the past six months, it's been on like, it's had like five different reigns. Look, I, as much as I love wrestling, I am still more likely to check out a WWE pay per view than I am any fucking AEW. <laughs> I get that. I get that. I just, I don't know. AEW, it's starting to like, I used to love it, but now I'm starting to just like fizzle away from it because Tony's just a fucking weirdo. Tony Khan's just starting to show that he's just a carny fuck. I mean, so are most fucking wrestlers. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Speaking of, do you hear uh, about GCW? No. (laughs) A couple weeks ago, fucking Bandito no showed them and like didn't just no show them but wasn't replying to them and before they found out if bandito was okay joey janela and brad lauderdale went on twitter to dog on them they're like oh how unprofessional blah 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 and then brett's like i just spent nine hundred dollars on uh airfare from did not show up but like dude make sure he's fine first like i like I don't know. Maybe it's because I just watched the Chris Benoit dark side, but maybe calm down when somebody isn't answering back. Calls so, and- wait, so did something bad happen to him or? Oh, no, he just didn't want to work GCW. Oh, true. But yeah, <laughs> for, I, cool. What was it? Was they- it Brett Lauderdale shitting on someone for saying these same exact things about Nick Gage like two months ago? Yep. Yep. Interesting. No, dude, because like that's the thing. That's the thing. Like these companies, they get so high up and they get on their high horse and then they just start like sticking their foot in their mouth. Like, I don't get it. Do you hear that uh WWE wants to buy Bloodsport from GCW? I mean, why? They are not going to do anything with it. They had Raw Underground. Like Yeah, to build Omos and then or Commander Aziz. I forgot which one, but yeah. No, they had um, fucking... They, so, like, at Mania Weekend, I don't know if you've seen the photos of all the wrestlers from GCW taking pictures with Stephanie. Stephanie got GCW their own fucking, like, uh, box or whatever, uh, press box or whatever. And Brad Lauderdale on the GCW podcast said the biggest, one of the biggest companies in wrestling has interest from Bloodsport, has interest for Bloodsport. So um, so that reads to me as motherfucker GCW is gonna be gone soon. <laughs> Brett's about to sell, dog. I would if I was Brett, I would sell too. Fuck yeah. And then get take that money from them and then make a new company. 
and just rinse and repeat, dog. No, exactly, dude. Like, just buy the name rights and all of that because they don't have contracts. The only thing that would make sense is they bought GCW or whatever, and the only person under contract in GCW is Nick Cage. So. True. But no, GCW, that's exactly what I thought, too. GCW is about to be bought. But wait, but maybe... I mean, listen, I don't want to get into this drama because I, I kind of work for one of the companies involved in this. If you're about to bring up what I think it is, that also just got uh, finished up today. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, actually, I have it on my phone right now because Fightful Select. GCW and IWTV reached lawsuit settlement. Fightful has been informed that the GCW lawsuit has ended. According to GCW, there's a settlement in place that will not pay IWTV anything, and GCW will get ownership of all their footage. IWTV had previously contested that they owned the footage that appeared on the streaming service and had claimed excess, um, and had claimed in excess of 500000 in damages. We're told that part of the settlement, Game Changer Wrestling will provide, as part of the settlement, GCW will provide IWTV eight shows over the next year. However, there are no royalties associated with the events, which previously there was part of the agreement between the two sides. IWTV filed the lawsuit last June, blah, 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 and it's just talking about the lawsuit. So, so I GCW was going... is going to be on IWTV eight times this year. It's, uh, that's nuts. I was going to say maybe they're using big boy WWE money to solve that. Um, which seems like even more likely scenario now that even with a pretty ironclad contract, they've got a not without paying any money. Maybe. Well, so like Stephanie told Brett that she's a fan of GCW. Maybe Stephanie or WWE gave GCW a small loan to get that figured out. Who knows? That's what I'm thinking because it was a very cut and dry case of uh, GCW signing on to do something and then just not doing it. <laughs> so I don't know, dog. I think GCW might have got some help from WWE. And I think after these eight shows, GCW might start a promotion or a streaming service because he like posted something like... Uh, Brett posted something on Twitter and deleted it right away a few months ago. And it was like gcwtv.com or gcw.tv or something like that. And then deleted the tweet within seconds. Hot dog. I don't know. That shit's... Wait, was it? Dude, hear me out. All right. Uh, They did... W. Reed did something very similar to ECW. They paid to keep ECW lights on for the last few months and then bought them. Are we looking Are we looking at a, hey, these eight shows are kind of contractually obligated and then... Uh... <laughs> well, I tweeted it out a few, like a few weeks ago when they posted the picture of Stephanie. I said, GCW is being funded by WWE as a joke. And it's starting, like now stuff's starting to make more sense. That's interesting. That is... but like it's weird because gcw doesn't have contracts other than nick gage so it would just be them being like all right well we don't want a big indie like they're just getting rid of the territory would like they did back in the day 
Which that is- plus the tape library, would that be surprising? Who's in WWE Network GCW, though? A lot of people in NXT that are still left over from indie days of hiring. Also, it doesn't fucking matter. They gutted progress to keep to put them on the WWE Network. They fucking gutted ICW to put them on the, WC, the WWE Network and then move that all to fucking Peacock. They will... Remember what they fucking did to the British scene? Yeah. They will quite simply, because they have the money, get the bigger fish out of the pond. Yeah. Also, AEW stars work GCW shows, like, often. So that might also be another thing. They know that GCW is, like, one of the bigger promotions, and they don't want AEW stars, like, being showcased. I don't know. Vince is petty, and Vince will do anything in his power to, like, make wrestling revolve around him, and I think we're seeing it again. And love him or hate him, but I love that. I love that he's doing that. He's okay. like, all right. He's like, I fucking destroyed two companies in the 90s. I'll do it again, even though I'm on my deathbed. Dude, he destroyed way more than two companies. Motherfucker gutted the territory system. Well, fucking... no, I'm seeing, like, in the late 90s, talking about ECW, oh. WCW. Yeah. yeah, no, he gutted the shit out of the territories. Fucking AWA, NWA went, went away for 50 fucking years because of Vince McMahon. It's a, it's a rough one, dog. AWA, Mid-South, um, Memphis, fucking everywhere. Everywhere. St. Louis was a big territory that WWE fucking yanked out dog he fucking single like he is the reason we don't have a big company that runs baltimore anymore because baltimore used to be a wcw town we had bash at the fucking whatever every year yeah and then fucking gone yeah uh the fucking st louis we probably won't be uh st louis ain't gonna be getting no big fucking pay-per-views anytime soon again now too because of our shitty fucking uh commission thing so that also, also wasn't like your guys's fault the rumble sucked <laughs> well no but i'm just saying uh the sports commission they uh-huh. uh, they made it to wear like uh, promoters for boxing, UFC, and our uh, boxing, MMA, and professional wrestling have to pay a ton of money per ticket sold. Like, have a cut of the ticket sold to the state or whatever now. And like, I think it checks out to like, if they put this law in effect before the Rumble, the city would have gotten like five hundred thousand dollars or something stupid. Yeah, like that's it, that's uh, giving Maryland vibes. Our commission sucks ass. Well, I think there's like a petition to try to overthrow the commission now. Like to try to get rid of the commission here, because oh. I'm positive Maryland, Missouri, and then like Louisiana are the only three states that I can think of that have commissions. There are a few. Um, I Louisiana is definitely one of them. I think Georgia might as well. Um, but there there are not many left that have a strict commission. Well, Louisiana, like. There's is weird because you can't do pile drivers. Like, yeah, it's just a weird rule. Illinois used to have, uh, when they had the commission, uh, if you got thrown over the top rope, it was an automatic DQ. Um, I think you were telling me, like, something about Maryland, like, women have to get a fucking pregnancy test or something like that. Yeah, uh, women have to get a pregnancy test. Uh, almost every booking, like, a crazy amount of pregnancy tests. Um, 
and we can't have blood like at all. That's why the one Deathmatch Maryland show was a very secret show that you were not allowed to record. You were not allowed to say where it was. Like that was an outlaw show. Um, well, remember AEW got in hot water with Maryland because of that yeah, because of blood. It you cannot bleed in Maryland. Um, blooding is like bleeding is a hefty fucking fine. Um, and then our licensing, like worker licensing, is a bitch here. Um, Maryland State Commission sucks ass. You have to have a license for everything in Missouri, also. Like, yeah. Because I looked into being like a referee, a wrestler, manager, commentator, all of that, announcer. You have to, like, if you're part of the show, you have to have a pro wrestling license. And I'm pretty sure it's not cheap, at least here. So, yeah, uh, the way it, you normally, even if you're going for a non working role, to get a license, you have to go through like full fucking training in states that require it. So, like, to be a commentator in like Maryland, Missouri, you know, you have to bump, which just up. isn't possible for some people. That's so fucked. Like commissions are so like, I don't even get it. Like they have like the wackiest rules. Like we said, like one of the rules is guardrails have to be like 15 feet away from the ring or something like that, or else the show can't go on. Like I've had, I've heard stories of like shows being shut down mid show because the commissioner was there or whoever like an official was there and i was like oh yep well i put a delay on the show because of it yeah state commissions are fucking grifters dog i remember whenever me and my friends were trying to do uh backyard wrestling we found a uh my buddy had a um like a fucking elks lodge or a vfw hall or something like that that his family owned and we were gonna put a ring in there and then, like, a bunch of people were like, you can't do that because of the commission. And, like, it was, like, we, like, had to deal with a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. We just give up. Commission sucks. But, yeah. I'm trying to think of what else has happened in wrestling. Uh, I can't really think of anything. Sonny went to jail. Sonny killed a man. Yeah, because she went to jail. Well, yeah, she killed She went to jail because she killed a man from drinking and driving. Yeah, dog. Like, what the fuck? I, we talked about that on the last pod, but it heard like she wasn't found guilty until like yesterday. Yeah. Um, last week I found somebody in real life that likes the podcast. That was sick. That, that was weird. I don't like talking about the podcast in real life. I feel like a fucking dweeb. I went out to eat with some friends. And you got catfished. We don't talk about that. Uh, <laughs> that's strictly do not talk about. Um, I'm trying to think what I was going to say. Oh, no, we were out eating and the guy said something about a podcast. And my friends were like, oh, he has a podcast. And I was like, yeah, I do. And he's like, oh, what's your podcast about? And I like whispered to him. I was like, wrestling. And he's like, wrestling. And I was like, oh, fucking Christ, kill me. He's yeah. like, oh, like went on and on and on. And he's like, give me the link. Give me the link. And I was like, okay, here. No, just be quiet, dude. Yeah, when I go on like, uh, when I'm like do trips that I'm booked for shit and my boss is like, where are you going? I go, oh, I have a radio job. <laughs> like, I'm motherfucker, I, I cannot explain that shit to you. <laughs> no, and that's the thing, dude, because like if you say you watch wrestling to somebody that doesn't watch wrestling, they're like, 
oh, so like John Cena and Undertaker. And then you have to explain like how WWE is not the only company, how there's fucking, unfortunately, there's Impact and MLW and then there's MLWs <laughs> and then AEW. And yeah, I'm, I still hate Impact and MLW, which is funny because an MLW superstar or wrestler or often employee, I guess, I don't know what their contracts are. Um, he made a post and he was like, oh, what's a goal? And I was like, I commented under it and I was like, I want to have a contracted wrestler on my podcast soon. And he's like, oh, hell yeah. And I was like, don't get your hopes up. I don't count you. Who was it? Um, an assassin of suplexes. Loki? I don't know. Oh! <laughs> the, guy who, the guy who fucking ghosted me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say him, but you know who I'm talking about now. The guy yeah. who follows me and ghosted me. Yeah, him. But, no. Like, you would, like... So, MLW or Impact could literally pay me. Be like, hey, interview... Or, if they paid me to interview somebody, I would. But if they paid me to, like, watch their product, I wouldn't. Dude, like, I, I would be fine with Impact if I had a steady place to watch it that like because i'm not getting motherfucking cat i'm not getting pluto tv i'm not doing that shit well it's not even live pluto's just reruns yeah to turn on at night but and i'm not fucking gonna watch the twitch show because it's fucking random matches at random times there's no fucking coherency to it i think how they air now is on thursdays at like fucking 7 p.m. on a Thursday, which is the worst time, um, is on Twitch. And then they do their pay-per-view on Impact Plus, which is a dog shit service. Like, it's just... Yeah, it's bad. Like, because I had it for a little bit, and I probably still pay for it because I'll hop on and watch, like, be in the mood to watch Christian Cage in 2007 every now and then. No, um, we I got it for that one fucking pay-per-view we did. Yeah. It's the worst wrestling subscription service. Like, I prefer Peacock to that. No, like, it's so hard to find anything. It's anything. so fucking dog shit. And, like, they... Because I had to get a new bank card, finally. Um, finally. Because I was just operating without one for a very long time. And then I finally got my new one. So my bank deactivated my old one. And they emailed me, like, fucking ten times. They were like... Hey, change your payment or you'll be canceled. Change your payment. I do not, dude. I fuck that service. No, dude. It's horrible. I'd rather get Honor Club, dog. Dude, I had that one too, and that was even worse. Like Honor Club's horrible, dude. I I do not understand how WWE Network was right in front of us and other companies didn't piggyback off of it. Like dude. I miss the WWE Network so much. I seen, I seen like a photo of the WWE Network layout, and I almost cried. I, I missed the network so much for like ease of access with wrestling stuff, but at the same time, I do feel like the feed is more stable on Peacock. No, definitely. But like when it comes to um, like finding stuff. Oh, yeah. Dude, sometimes I want to just look up Papa Shango and watch fucking yeah. Papa Shango. But, like, you can't do that on Peacock. 
Dude, my favorite thing on the network was typing in a random wrestler, and it would take you to a random fucking Raw, SmackDown, Night, for whatever, and putting you, like, there on that episode, that match. Now, if I looked up, like, Eddie Guerrero on Peacock, it would be like, all right, well, here's six different documentaries that we've produced. Here's <laughs> a match. And then after the match, we're going to toss you on to the 2012 Rumble because fuck you, that's why. And it's yeah. so weird, dude. One thing, though, is I'm excited about is apparently AEW is going to HBO Max for streaming service. Oh, yeah. And that's going to rule. Shout out HBO Max. Best service, best streaming uh, service, dude. With like, without a fucking doubt, uh, fucking out of everything, I turn on HBO Max more than I turn on anything else. That shit is stacked. HBO Max and then um, Paramount Plus are my two go tos. They were both good. Paramount has some work, like when it comes to like functioning, but when it comes to content, they have like all the Nickelodeon shows. MTV shows. They have fucking uh parental control on Paramount, bro. Dude, like, I'm about to I'm about to just stop paying for Netflix. <laughs> I paid for Netflix. Or I had Netflix because my sister had it. And then my sister got rid of it and put I put my card on it for my little brother. <sighs> he could watch it. And then he just told me at Easter that his dad has a Netflix account and he uses that one. I'm like, all right, cool. Now I have zero need for this. Like, Netflix has nothing that I, like, enjoy. No, like, Netflix has Criminal Minds. Yeah, I used to use it for um, Friends, The Office, and That 70s Show, and all three are off of there. Yeah. I'm like, okay. I'm like I, there's no need now. There's like, literally no need. Before, I'd use it to watch the uh, Disney, like, Marvel series, but now they're fucking back on Disney+. Plus. So... Like, it has, like, a few good things. Like, Kim's Convenience is a great show. Fucking, it has its, but, like, it's not worth the fucking, what, $20 a month now? Yeah, dude. So, like, how it goes, because I was looking at the different payments, it's either you can pay $7.99 for only one person can watch at one time, which isn't horrible if you're, like, by yourself. But then it jumps up to, like, Like 60 Yeah, like, for myself, who just uses it, it's fine. But, like, for me and my little brother, whenever I had him on it, it cost, like, $18. And I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah, no, it's like, like shit, like, if Paramount Plus has, Plus has all the Nick shows, I might get that shit. Just because I like watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, though. I think that might be on it. Paramount Plus is really fucking good. But um, Netflix just announced, like, this week that they lost 200,000 subscribers in the past month. Dog, they're doing. They're pulling a Skype. Dog, they they had the fucking run of the start. Like they held a monopoly on that shit for so long, and then all these other people came out and just they ain't cutting it, dog. Well, um, remember when Netflix used to be DVD only? Like they would send you. I was like nine. Well, yeah, I was fucking young as shit too. I don't remember it, but I remember like about it. Yeah. that shit was different. Like, remember Gamefly, bro? Remember commercials for Gamefly? Yeah, dog. I was always too fucking poor for that shit. Mm-hmm. You want to rent fucking WWE SmackDown vs. Raw 2009? That's going to cost you just as much as buying it. Yeah, that's, it didn't make any sense. Like, Also, let's speaking of WWE video games, did you hear about that mega update they added? No, I didn't. So 2K, they released a patch update yesterday. 
and I was like, okay, cool patch update. I looked at the notes for it. They added more match stipulations in GM mode, tag oh. titles in GM mode, the NXT oh. 2.0 fucking arena, the Shawn Michaels from the race showcase and the play now and all of that. Like they added a bunch of stuff and apparently they're not stopping. Apparently they're going to continue. They added a bunch of new hairstyles. So okay, I, have a, I have a question that they might have already answered. Um, Nash Carter is supposed to be on one of their DLCs. Or have they uh, said anything about that yet? They have not. But, like, it's weird because Leslie on NXT last night was like, these past few weeks I felt lost and I felt betrayed. Uh, I'm just lost by myself or whatever. And they're, like, starting to push him as a solos guy. But, like, they have not explained why Nash Carter is going on TV. They 2K hasn't announced, like, hey, we're not putting Nash Carter in our video game. Like, none of that stuff. Well, yeah, what the fuck are they going to do? And Wesley comes out, hey, sorry, my tag team partner is hailing Hitler. Like, what the fuck are they, like, oh, is he going to come out? Oh, sorry, Nash Carter died in a car accident. The, what the fuck are they going to do? They have to ignore it. It's NXT. Have him get, say he got attacked in the parking lot. <laughs> That's all you got to do. You just got to say Nash Carter was brutally attacked in the parking lot. Will not return for the foreseeable future. There, was pleasing no. so. No, Doc. Because the acting like Nash Carter cheated on him and beat him. Like Jesus, bro. It was fuck. Like I mean, if you are a person of color and your best friend for like fifteen years gets outed for hailing Hitler, you well, are going to feel betrayed. <laughs> You, squint. You are going to feel betrayed. I feel like they could have done something different, though. I'm excited to see Wesley in Solo Star. Hopefully, hopefully they don't cut him, because that's how WWE fucking operates. They'll just cut I'm, him. I have a little hope that if they didn't cut him right away, they don't want to cut him. But no, it's fucking wild though because. Uh, Wesley or whatever his real name is, his wife was yeah. like defending Nash Carter for like weeks about the whole situation, which I'm not going to touch on because, because, and then the photo of him hailing Hitler came up and she just got quiet. She's like, all right. And everyone's like, yeah, you can't defend that one, sis. Like, sit down. Like you yeah. can't. That one's just, because people were like, oh, he didn't do this. He didn't do that. Blah, blah, blah. God damn. I can't stand that dog. Uh, and then that photo came out, and everyone's like, Oof, okay. Yeah, I mean, thing. I get – listen, this is just me saying things. This has no bearing on the real world. I feel like Kimberly is also racist. Like, I like she said some questionable things about race relations, and I, I feel like she's also racist, but she – like, getting beat – is a terrible thing. No, yeah. But Jesus I... Christ. Okay, I think the dog's done. Kimberly is, like, definitely probably racist, too. Well, I heard she's always had issues, like, in locker rooms. Like, WWE... WWE, what's it called, released her after, like, six months. Yeah. But, um, what's it called? I forgot what I was going to say right before that. What was I going to say? No, the whole situation sucks. That's all I can think of. It's crazy, though, that Trey Miguel, Trey Miguel didn't get signed with the other two. 
and like I heard that it was personal issues that he didn't sign on. But like imagine the situation they'd be in now. Um, because Trey Miguel is the same fucking way. He's a he's a fucking yeah. he's a fucking dipshit. I'll fuck he's humble. Fuck. Yeah, he's a homophobe. He's fucking all lives matter. He's fucking trait. Yeah, dude. What? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know that one. My he, God. Yeah, he's like, he's a mini TJP, dog. Fuck that dude also. God, that's another reason I don't watch Impact. Yeah. And also, uh, their they're main guy. Yeah. Moose. <laughs> Moose is a fucking woman beater. He tossed his wife down a set of stairs. Like, that doesn't raise any eyebrows. Mr. Team Canada. Like, come on, dude. Like, don't... Mm-hmm. Moose, I haven't liked him since 2017. I haven't liked him. I don't like Scotty Goldman. I don't like... <laughs> I refuse to call him by his current name. He's forever Scotty Goldman in my eyes. Fucking dude started a wrestling podcast and thinks he's like all that. He's like, I, if it wasn't for me, wrestling podcasts wouldn't be a thing. I'm like, all right, bud. Calm down. Come on, buddy. You're not that good. Yeah, come on, dude. You're like literally below average in the ring. And the only reason people know you is because CM Punk said your name during the pipe bomb. Like, calm down. <laughs> like, chill out. I didn't know who you were before that. Chill out. It's a good comedy wrestler, but as a serious wrestler, dog? Ugh. You are in your 40s, and your catchphrase is boom, boom. <laughs> come on, man. Come on. He's like, he like, I don't know. He's Peter Griffin in a wrestling ring. It's the best way to like poop and penis jokes. Like, dude, fucking Grado is a better wrestler <laughs> than Colt Cabana. And it's fucking Grado. Dude, I remember Grado was like all the hype. And I remember like not understanding why. Because I watched <laughs> one match and I was like, what? <laughs> he's charismatic as fuck. I love Grado. What is your opinion on Dan Housen? Who? Dan Housen. Dan Housen. Oh, I don't like the gimmick, but it's making him money. And, you know, if you, whatever you can find that works for you, fuck it. Like, I, I find the gimmick annoying as shit, to be honest <laughs> with you. But it's making him money and he's happy with it. So fuck it, dog. My favorite, like, the reason I ask it is just because everybody's like, Oh, he doesn't belong in AEW. He doesn't fit in AEW. And then I have to explain to people that their tag champion's a fucking dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> and that dinosaur's fucking tag partner is a is fucking Tarzan. And for a while, they had a midget run around with them. Like, here's, think- here's the thing that I don't think people are understanding is... AEW is not run like an American wrestling company. No, it's still sports uh, entertainment. Like, yes, but it's also ran a lot more like DDT and Dragon Gate than it is comparable to indie wrestling. It's like, it's a stable fuck fest, just like Dragon Gate. Don't get me wrong. I fucking love Dragon Gate. I fucking love Monday Ryu. I fucking love UT. I fucking love Dragon Gate but it is a stable clusterfuck promotion and it also is run like ddt tongue-in-cheek wrestling like yes we can put on good matches but no we are not always serious about it no exactly i like i personally like dan housing just because 
he's funny, I guess. And you know me, I fucking hate wrestling. I'm not watching it for the fucking work rate of matches and storytelling and all that. I watch it for spots and laughs. That's it. Like, that's why Jody's match was my favorite match at the Wrestler's Lab. That's why MV Young's match was one of my favorite matches because it was fucking spots. I still maintain to that day that Jody owes me his pay. Yeah, he bumped. Yeah, that's a bump, dog. It's a front bump, but it's a bump. Not even. Like, he took a full bump. Like, it was a side bump. Like, he basically landed on his back. But, no, just Dan Housen. So, like, the thing is, people think Dan Housen can't wrestle, but that boy can work. No, it's just like OC. OC was fucking fire ant and Shikara and put on the clinic after clinic. OC can fucking wrestle, but he's just so over that he doesn't need to. (laughs) No, exactly. Like, and OC is probably way better than Dane Helsen in the ring. I'm like, I'm not going to say that Dane Helsen's better, but Dane Helsen's like good. It's just like you said, he found what he found what makes him money and he adapted to doing just that. Yeah, dog. Like, uh, I, dude, I don't like wrestling fans. You can't stand what? Wrestling fans. No, dude, because like there's this one group of people on Twitter, like not specific names or anything, but they just all constantly nitpick everything and they want wrestling to be perfect 24-7. And it's Have you seen the fucking TikTok of the one dude saying Austin Theory's sell the stunner is ruining Stone Cold's legacy? Dude, I cannot be on wrestling TikTok because I get in arguments all the time. Like, dog, are we going to pretend The Rock didn't like do a whole handstand? Like four times. Or how uh, Scott Hall jumped up in the air. How fucking... Shawn Michaels would routinely go over the top rope with it. Yeah. Like, Like, dog, the stunner is a silly fucking move. (laughs) Now, if Stone Cold, after he did the stunner, like, looked disgruntled and upset about it, I don't understand. But anytime somebody oversells the stunner... He smiles like a motherfucker. He never looks happier. Like he like I'm pretty sure he's came out in interviews and said that he fucking loves when people do that shit. Like that's why the stunner is one of my favorite moves, just to see what people sell it. Dude, they used to have stunner parties after shows where everyone would hit the stunner on the heel so they could oversell it. I'm waiting for somebody to like sell the stunner as like a full blown backflip. Oh dude, let me tell Gwen to hit me with the stunner right now. I'll Billy gun the shit out of it. I'll, I'll Billy gun the shit out of it, dog. Do you remember when Cedric Alexander uh, fucking did a backflip out of the spear? Or no, Buddy Murphy, he sold the spear like a backflip. A lot of people who take Bobby Lashley's spears do that. It was a Roman Reigns spear. Oh, well. Yeah. Like the one that he just drives through you, not the flipping one. One where he drove through you and uh, Buddy Murphy did like a full-blown backflip. And then Fuck uh, yeah, Doc. that was cool. Fucking Cedric Alexander, though, he sold the Claymore doing a backflip and it was beautiful. Doug, I am of the opinion you should Billy gun the shit out of any move you take. I love oversells. Shawn Michaels versus, versus Hogan at uh, SummerSlam 2005, one of my favorite matches just for the overselling. Dude, yeah. Anytime Billy Gunn got hit with the clothesline, that motherfucker almost landed on his feet. Like, and it wasn't even a clothesline from hell. Just a clothesline, dog. I am of firm belief that Billy Gunn is goaded. My favorite sell 
is when Rikishi would take a fucking clothesline and his big ass would do an inside out fucking tumbleweed oh, flip. Rikishi's also fucking goaded. He's Samoan, dude. I'm convinced that there's no one that's Samoan that sucks at their job besides that dude in NXT right now. So Lucica? No offense to him. I mean, he still has time to learn, I guess, but. I don't think he sucks. I just think they gave him a bad, like they gave him the Samoan gimmick, which sucks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just let him be the dude, like the Usos. Yeah. Or not, not, don't make him like be the Usos, but just let him be himself. Let him be himself. And then if you, because like I think they're pushing him to be in the bloodline because they've been heavily talking about bloodline this, bloodline that. If you want him in the bloodline, just build him up in NXT as himself. And then one day on SmackDown, like there's a four on three assault and then have him come out and save or something like that. I don't know. No, it's like, dude, it's so fucking easy. Here, here's how you debut him in the bloodline. You fucking hook him. That's it. You have him come out and watch like for weeks and then he finally has a match against i don't know sammy Zayn, and sammy Zayn sells the shit out of his moves and then wow you have someone who instantly has legitimate legitimacy on the main roster dude i love what they did with hook how they had him literally just watch forever yeah it's so fucking easy they just stinged him like Hook got the sting treatment of just watching in the rafters, except for he was in ringside. Yeah. yeah. That, that's it. It's a fucking foolproof tactic. It worked with Sting. It worked with Hook. It would fucking work with Solo Sika if they did it. I can't wait for Hook to talk finally, though, because I'm pretty sure people have heard his voice because he's on vlogs all the time. But, like, what they're doing on Dynamite now is they're building up until he cuts his first promo. Anytime oh. they ask him a question, he gets interrupted. The first time he says a single word... Roof's exploding. Dude, he just has to do a, hey, yo, that's it. It's. Yeah. Like, just something simple as that. Like, what if he came out and he said uh, Taz's catchphrase, uh, the, beat me if you can, survive if I let you, or something like that? Exactly, dog. That he crowd just, would go nuts. He fucking taps someone else, taps someone out, fucking stands up, grabs a mic, beat me if you can, survive if I let you, walks away. Like, or or even better on a fucking pay-per-view so they can actually say this fucking wins a match and then just goes fuck the world like that dude having taz as your dad is the easiest build you could fucking possibly have taz is that man taz Taz is is that dude taz is like one of those people that i wish wrestled while I was like old enough to appreciate because like I remember seeing him wrestle like whenever I was like three or four barely but if I could like be alive during a prime what's it called a Taz run that would be so sick dude I if I could be alive during prime ECW I would be in Philly I would live in Philly already matter of fact I'd probably live in the arena uh, yeah, dude, I'd live across the street from the 2300. Like, I would be homeless. I would like camp outside that building. Like, because ECW is one of my favorite promotions. ECW fucks so hard. But WWE ECW does not, unfortunately. No, it does, but like, it, it's not something that we were ever going to be able to do once a week. <laughs> no. 
And shout out to us for trying that. <laughs> if, if it would have been once a month, maybe we could have got a little farther. Maybe that's what we should do. We should do quarterly reviews of WWE CW. No. <laughs> no, because I'm already like, I already know all the storylines and all that. And if like, because I'm getting to the point in 2006 Raw right now, because I like start in the rain of year and go on. And I'm in like summer of 06 and I woke up in the middle of the night to Paul Heyman cutting a promo and flashbacks from hell, dude. I was freaking out. I was like, give me out, give me out, give me out. It's, it's so uh, weird that they had Paul Heyman do promos that were bad. <laughs> Making Heyman do promos is like easy money, but somehow they were bad. Very, very bad. But that's going to be it for this episode because I'm getting tired of talking and I just looked at my clock and we've been recording for like an hour and a half now somehow. Yeah, and uh, I got to go buy alcohol. <laughs> and get your pipes fixed uh dude don't get me started we'll be here for another hour <laughs> but that's gonna do it for this episode make sure to follow us on all social media platforms at your boy squinch three eyes and boy at interviewer cody at a man in his pod make sure to check out all former episodes future episodes all that leave a thumbs up a thumbs down one star five stars also be- oh. also please if you are listening go to my pinned tweet on my Twitter, donate me fictional characters. I am going under a fucking hell project right now of making a fictional multiverse TEW database. I can do it 100% by myself, but I would like some fucking help. Please. Well, yeah, that's it. Uh, can't think of anything else I want to plug other than the podcast and our Twitter and and the lab on May 13th, show a bunga. Uh, great card. I already did a card rundown on my Twitter as well. Um, fucking great card. Come out. It's in Williamstown, New Jersey. Fucking May 13th. It's a Friday. You don't have anything fucking better to do if you're listening to this podcast. You do not. If Jersey didn't suck and finances were good, I'd probably try to fly out there just for the show because the lab is 110% my favorite promotion. It's like it's my home away from home promotion. I love it. And plus I'm sponsoring Cody. So yeah. Yeah, which I'm not sure how it's gonna work, but we'll figure it we'll I guess they I guess they know. Yeah, I, they, I paid already and I they tagged me in a post yesterday about supporting the sponsors. So like I guess fucking when i show up eight times during the show it will just be underneath my name sponsored by squint i don't fucking know how that works yeah. well i asked them to put it sponsored by a man in his podcast so hopefully it's that if they just do your voice wins that's cool too but yeah that's probably how it is going to be now that i think about it i mean hey you're going to get the most out of your sponsorship for the least <laughs> that- yeah. yeah that's going to do it for this episode guys peace out